I'm sure that you probably have a nativity scene or set at your house. A creche, maybe, is another word used sometimes. We have one out on the front lawn of our church, lighted up at night so all can see as they drive by. I've seen a great variety of different scenes of the nativity, of Mary and Joseph, of shepherds, all of the components that can include include wise men and animals. But there always seems to be one thing in common with every nativity scene and set, and it is the center point. The focal of it all is the little manger lying there, all faces turned towards it. And in the manger, of course, even if not there, a doll, there is imagination that tells us they are worshiping Christ the newborn king. That's interesting that the angels that night, of all the things that the angels could have done on that first Christmas, they decided to worship Christ, the newborn king. They, they came to tell the shepherds as they were out in the fields working the night shift there, keeping in almost total darkness, we imagine, sheep. And suddenly the light lit up. Unlike anything they had ever seen before, they were scared to death. And these angels appeared and before they began to worship, gave this message that unto to you, they said, meaning the shepherds, but meaning the world, a Savior has been born. And they spoke a word of peace. And the hymn they sang, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace, those on whom God's favor rests, forever rings at Christmas, doesn't it? A few words about peace tonight, and, and there's a few ways that Jesus is our Prince of Peace. And one of those is that he came to bring peace among the nations. And I'm talking about to stop the warring madness, the ways of the world. Now you may say, well, he's not done a very good job because there's always war going on. There's always fighting happening. And indeed, there is. There is armies that have to protect their homeland. There are uh, things that people cannot agree to. There are aggressions. Fighting and war are just something as Jesus once said, will go on until the end of time. Wars and rumors of wars. And yet, if he's the Prince of Peace coming to bring peace into the world, what does that mean? How does that happen? How can that be accomplished? It, it seems almost impossible. We turn on the news and we see and we hear of, of just wherever the latest conflict is going on. And we think there's no justice and no equity and no peace in the world. And yet there is. Even in Jesus' time, as the Romans ruled over all of Palestine and Jerusalem, they wanted them out. They thought that Jesus would be a king, a true king, a ruler that would come knight in shining armor and boot them out and drive them all the way back to Rome. And yet Jesus came to show he was not a king of this world in that traditional fashion, but yet a king spiritually of of the world and the heavenly realms and all that is. Jesus came to to show us that there is peace despite conflict in this world, peace among nations. In Isaiah, the prophet of old hundreds of years before, was speaking in the light of Assyrian and Babylonian superpowers swirling around them, gobbling up, attacking countries such as Israel and Judah. And still into that, 
the great hope that Isaiah spoke. As God's mouthpiece was, there will be one that comes, a great king that will bring peace. Peace on earth is one of the ways in which that is desired. Well, last century was the, the most war-fighting, uh, deadly century in all of history. Did you know that? And it's because armies are more mobile now. They have uh, better technology, can blow things up, you know, easier. But even in the midst of all of that warring and fighting, there, there are times when, when peace happens for no reason, seemingly. And one of those, I want to use just a brief video tonight to illustrate, happened over 100 years ago in 1914. If you know World War I history, the war to end all wars was called that because it was, it was fury and it was fighting and it was long and, and they thought that it would solve all the world's problems. And in Europe, where that war happened, there was trench warfare. And on Christmas Eve, 1914, something mysterious, something miraculous happened that, that could only be explained by, by Christmas Eve and by Jesus, by them looking to something greater than the mess that they were embroiled in at that time. The video is just three minutes. It was a commercial by a grocery in in, uh, in England called Sainsbury's, and it's about that night long ago that they called the, the, the miracle truce, um, the Christmas truce. So let's watch and see how peace fell upon those that were amidst war. My name is Jim. My name is Otto. Pleased to meet you, Otto. Freut mich. Rose, she's calm. And it's schön, Hermann. It's schön.
Christmas. Frohe Weihnachten. What is it about looking down into a manger at a little baby born into the world as a savior that can lift fighting grown men boiled in conflict above all of the hatred and the ugliness and the pain and the, the darkness of the world to allow them to experience the light, the light of Christ. It's Christmas. It's, it's Jesus born into a manger and gives to us an, an ability to see beyond our own selves and all of the swirling and fighting around us to, to show us a peace between people. Not only did Jesus come to be the Prince of Peace among nations, but also between people. And that hits closer to home, doesn't it? Yeah, you're going to be with people tonight. You may be sitting with them right now or tomorrow or in the weekend to come that, that you have had words with or you have tension among, or you don't feel close to or even wanting to be in the same proximity of. What is it about our, our human souls that make us be more concerned about ourselves and to get so caught up in our differences? People, students that go to school together, neighbors have arguments and disagreements, marriages, families, children as well, co-workers too. I don't know if you saw in the news last week, Winston-Salem, two garbage workers had a bad day. They had an ongoing feud, and they had exchanged words, and one of them thought that it was appropriate to go home that night and the next day to bring a weapon back and went and found his co-worker and settled the score then and there. And in the process, not only taking his life, but, but uh, hitting another city worker, a couple of officers that responded as well, and the man that brought his weapon. What is it about us today that we are so ramped up and so, so anxious and tense that we think somehow it's okay for, for us to act out in violence? It, it is simply this, in my opinion, that we have lost sight of God as a people in the world. If we will keep our attention upon God, it will disseminate all the differences and tension that we have of opinions, of politics, of family, of everything. There is a power and a peace between people that only can come from turning our eyes above the den of this world to God. Jesus is the Savior that came into the world to show us that and went to the cross to die for that and rose from the dead again to show us through all things we can be overcomers and victors through Christ Jesus our Lord. He is the babe born in the manger. If we will accept him into our hearts, that's the final piece. And, and we come and receive the sacraments in just a moment, desiring and hoping for that peace in our hearts. For each and every person in the world, Jesus came to, to bring and to show God's love and to deliver it. 
at the cross. There is a power and a peace that passes all understanding that can lift our hearts and set us aright with the world and those around us, and most of all, deep within. My prayer, my hope for you tonight is that you seek this peace and that you, you simply receive it in this simple gift of 